I'm going in. Happy Bobby Bonilla Day to everyone out there. That's right. It is July 1st. And if you're in tune with baseball, you know exactly what that means. It means that 1,193,248 and 20 cents hits Bobby Bonilla's direct deposit today. And we'll continue to do so every July 1st until 2035. Uh, Daily Dingers is back. I'm Steve Armato with Jack Perotti. Uh, Jack, how would you like to have that as your direct deposit? I'm happy when I have a little over a grand in the direct deposit. It's pretty nice. That'd be sweet. Yeah. I mean, so there's $1,193,248.20 every July 1st. I heard rumors Steve Cohen might be paying that whole thing off today. He just tweeted. So it's like nine. It's like 920 in the morning here. He tweeted 18 minutes ago. Should I just say screw it and pay the rest of Bobby Bonilla's contract for my my sock drawer? I guarantee I was, he's doing that. I was hoping he just shows up with like a bag of cash to Bobby Bo's house and is like, get out of my face. Here's here's your money. See, like Steve Cohen's the type of owner where like money, like obviously money's not an issue to like all these owners, but a lot of them are kind of sticklers like the Ricketts with the Cubs and everything. Like, I think it'd be kind of funny. Like, I feel like he's the guy that should be like, F it. Like, I, I'm just I'm just paying this off. We don't need a Bobby Bonilla day till 2035. Yeah, he he actually like he probably hates so much that he has to pay him every July 1st. Now that he's, yeah, the he's, owner, like, he's like, it's not he, even my fault. Like, right. He's probably just, he's I'm, I feel like he's going to just pay it off for the sake yeah. of like, and I feel like he would, he's already a hero. He would be, he'd go down in like history as a hero. If he just pays it off, like the, the, that, Mets, that's it. the Mets could finish fifth in the AL East this year. And as long as he pays off Bobby Bonilla's contract in full right now, then like he'd still be a hero. Like he'd be that would be him. impressive if they finish fifth in the AL East though. It, it's because they're in the like NL. They like they're in the NL. So the AL East. Oh, NL. <laughs> All right. Whatever. You know, <laughs> Shut up. It's, I'm, I'm back in the West coast. It's 6 20 AM right now. All right. Like <laughs> I, I know, I know. No, but I mean, even, you know what? The only way here's, here's an opinion, hot take alert. The only way for the fan base to forget about a 20 to two loss last night would be Steve Cohen paying this off right now. Oh, so he's doing it for sure. Then like, I, yeah. I guarantee you, he probably, he probably told the manager and everything like that. Hey guys, like lose 20 to two today so tomorrow it's going to be even better when i pay this thing off yeah he's like we'll forget all about it and that'll be all yeah so it's, fine. it's, it's one loss at 162 you're good like my guy's a g a guy's a genius love this guy love this i guy. love that like he actually listens to what the fans say too he'll be like hey what do you guys want in the stadiums this year and he like actually implements it it's kind of I, I know and some people are like oh he's annoying this that the other thing i'm like shut up like I'd this rather, is fun i'd rather that than than not that's your knowing favorite who team, my you love that that's your owner like it's right. so fun Right, like, because no owners are in tune with any of the fan bases. Like, yeah, he's a like, fan. You feel like your word actually means something with him. Right, and he's a fan. He's a Mets fan, and he's, now he owns the team. He reminds me of, like, a Steve Ballmer. Like, Steve Ballmer is a psychopath. Do you see the way he was? What like, was that celebration? Like, he was was just, say, like Dude, he's just punching sacks. He was, like, there. punching <laughs> dudes nuts. Like, what is going on with that? Like, what? I was like, what is this guy doing? I'm like, like dude, like, that's, that's like... Hopefully those are your boys because that could just that's just an interesting way to treat your coworker. Yeah, like that's that's an interesting way to celebrate. Like just, just punching dudes. Like, punching like yeah, like why are you punching ball sack? The, the, dude, the, like, the Clippers gotta lean into that and have like a or like I guarantee like Barstool or someone make a t shirt like this where it's like, 
him like looking like you like that celebration is going to be like like the Clippers logo where it says punch and sacks. Yeah, it ha- like something like that. It's ridiculous. That's one of the most ridiculous things I've ever. That's one of the most ridiculous things I've ever seen. Like even though the Clippers lost that night, last night, that was the highlight of the whole game. <laughs> that really, <laughs> that really was. That really was. It was like, unbelievable. No, no one cares. The Suns are going to the finals. Like everyone's like, dude, do you see Steve Ballmer being a psychopath? <laughs> Dude, I oh dude, I woke up. That was the first thing I saw on Twitter. I was like, "Did the Clippers win?" And then I look. I'm like, "They lost by like 27." What? Yeah, why no, is this guy, like, why is this guy punching nut sacks? Like, what's happening here? <laughs> it's like playoff P, but playoff punching sacks. Oh my god, unreal! I'm gonna make a shirt like right after we get off this and try oh, yeah. to market it. <laughs> you have to. That's They'll it. make you bank. That's it. All right, now let's do let's why let's do why we're here. Giving bets, it's been, we've been we've been ice cold. Let's not let's not sugarcoat this. We're thing. not. No, it's been We're, bad. Let's not sugarcoat this thing. We've been ice cold, so we apologize for that. But we had to do some dig. I mean, I had to do some digging today on a bunch of different things to give you some winners here. So, Jack, what did what did you look at? What's your best bet? I think we're on a similar page, not exactly the same. But yes, yeah, similar, similar. We're we're kind of in the same wavelength. Um, I I really like Reds minus one twelve on the money line, and that's really just strictly based off of line movement and what the line's at right now um, in general. Like, I just feel like they shouldn't be favorites at all, even though they're home. They play really well at home against the Padres. I know Ryan Weathers is starting for the Padres, but Ryan Weathers is not great, right? But it's still the Padres. I just feel like every single person in the world is going to be like, dude, Padres are plus money today. Hammer that, hammer that. And like, no, don't. There's a reason they're plus money. is because the books want you to do that. So I'm not going to do that. That's not happening today. Yeah, so I, we're on a similar page here because yeah. I I actually I was gonna do that. I just I'm I'm losing trust in in like official picks now, like with that. So I'm trying something new. I'm doing Reds. I'm doing the team total over four and a half, which I like even better now. So it's at minus one fourteen. It was at plus one hundred four this morning. It moved all the way to minus one fourteen. That's big movement. Okay, and then I had to dig a little bit for stats. So first of all, they are at home. The Reds hit better at home and they destroy lefties. Okay. And over the last 30 days, here are some of their averages and numbers against left-handed pitching. Castellanos is hitting 327. India's hitting 303. Winker's hitting 283 with six home runs. Votto's hitting 293 with five home runs. Tyler Stevenson is hitting 305 with three home runs. Those are over the last 30 days against lefties. Jeez. So that is insane. Everybody knows the ball flies out of Great American Ballpark in Cincy. They crush lefties. I'm taking the team total over four and a half today. Like that's against Ryan Weathers. That's my best bet. This might be our first ever live best bet change. Because I'm just going to go to first half money line, first five money line. You're going to first because five. Money line. I okay. forgot how horrible the Reds bullpen is. It's the worst bullpen in baseball, dude. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna not mess with that. Luis Castillo does really well against the Padres. I'm gonna, I'm gonna roll with him. I'm gonna roll with the fact that the Reds kill lefties for the first five innings, and that's it. I'm just doing that. I don't need, I don't need to mess with the Reds bullpen. I totally forgot that they have the worst bullpen in baseball. Their bullpen is scary bad. I think last week they we took like a the, six ERA. I think last week we took the Reds one day on the money line and they were up like seven one. And I turned around and it was seven five. I was like, what's going yeah, on? No, what it's is- it's scary. I that was when I looked up, like, all right, like how bad is this bullpen? I was like, okay, it's actually like legitimately the worst one in baseball. Six ERA. I'm good. 
horrible. And then yeah, it's so. actually it's actually hilarious because someone in my fantasy league, Casey, decided to he offers me Amir Garrett in a trade. I'm like, why is he rostered? And I wouldn't trade him. <laughs> He's horrible. I wouldn't trade him for the little leaguer that you put in right field. So you hope the, and the ball doesn't. You hope the ball yeah. doesn't hit to him. Like the kid that's picking dandelions, dandelions in his ass the whole game. Like. Yeah, like I wouldn't trade. That kid for Amir Garrett. Are you? Why is he rostered anyway in fantasy? His ERA is like seven six. His WHIP is like one six. But dude, he had that one fight. Yeah, no, I actually had him at the beginning of the year, and I quickly dropped him after like two games. I was like, this guy stinks. I I will say that that fight is probably the I, that's the most legendary fight I've seen in baseball, just because he didn't give a crap. He's like, hey, you, the entire Pirates bullpen, like, let's or entire. Pirates bench, let's go. Like, yeah, but then I mean, after that, you got to start getting people out. Well, that's true. Well, that is your job. Yeah, you need to do I, your job. I did like the fight, fight in the, the entire fight was team. Funny fight was fun. It was good. That was great. Good entertainment. The Pirates Reds rivalry, low key, like pretty good. I know. I know. Good oh, value. Good entertainment value there. Two two bad teams. You might as well fight. That's a good point because they can't play baseball. They both the, Red, the Reds, dude. If they had a bullpen. They'd be really good, but like, yeah, but they don't have anything. They 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 don't have like. You, you need Castillo to get back to the form he was at. You need Sonny Gray to get you know back to his his prime kind of thing. Like they just well, Castillo's last five starts, he's been really good. Yes, but, they've been, that's they've been better lately. But the bullpen, oh, horrific, so bad. All right, let's anyway. move. <laughs> let's move. Let's move. I can't. We can talk about that all day. Let's move. Underdogs, who you got today? Yeah, Rockies plus 108 today at home against the Cardinals. Listen, the Rockies are horrible, right? They're not a good baseball team. They've been Except better at lately, home. though. Except but at home. home. But at home. Do you realize well, Do you realize they are 12 games over 500 at home and they are 25 games under on the road? Bingo, baby. Yeah, and I, I love that against Adam Wainwright, the freaking ancient-ass Cardinal pitcher. Listen, he's great, whatever. He's, an all he's a Hall of Famer probably, uh, but – He's just not it for me. Charlie Blackman rakes against Wainwright. Trevor Story rakes against Wainwright. Chris Owen, like almost this entire Rockies lineup does pretty well against him. And then if you look at the stats that's going against Senzatella too, no one hits above 300 against him except Matt Carpenter, who is just a shell of himself right now. So I, I really like the Rockies at home. I think it's still going to be a high-scoring game. Neither of those pitchers really do much for me. But the Rockies at home are like, actually a good ball club while on the road they're horrible i like them at home of course yeah i think that's the and that's a rockies line at plus yeah stone cold it's a rockies line like hard so that i mean i think wainwright's gonna get shot. like i'm i'm feeling really good about these bets just because they're like heavy reds and rockies lines yeah that's you always want to bet with the books yeah. not against the books so that's there i'm You're doing smarter than the book never i'm doing another heavy heavy Line. This is, I mean, I'm only doing a first five on this, and I like the movement. So, Nats first five money line against the Dodgers tonight. So, that has gone in the last hour, has gone from plus 118 to plus 108. So, the Nats are on fire right now. There's no denying that. Four, they're eight in their last 10. And I've been telling you guys for weeks to watch out for the Nats. They're going to make a run. They're making the run right now. Tonight, they are at home against the Dodgers. They get to face Tony Gonsolin. And here are some numbers for the Nets hitters against right-handed pitching over the last 30 days. Obviously, we got Kyle. Obviously, we got Kyle Schwarber, 280, 16 dingers, 1122 OPS. Juan <laughs> okay, Soto. Just, can we pause for a sec? 
16 days. <laughs> reading that line off in the last 30 days. Are you shitting? That's crazy. It's, a, it's absurd. It's He's literally absurd. the best. This this stretch is the best stretch in MLB history. I saw, like in seventeen yeah. at bats or in seventy five at bats, no one has ever hit sixteen home runs in a seventy five at bat stretch except Kyle yeah. Schwarber. Yeah, it's he's crazy. It's insane. It is insane. It doesn't and the re- and the rest of his team and the rest yeah. of his team. These numbers are for the thirty day span. These numbers against right hand. This is only against right-handed pitching, too. So Schwarber doesn't hit anything against lefties, by the way. Um, so now here we go. Soto, 293, five home runs, 933 OPS. Josh Bell, 282, four home runs, 884 OPS. Trey Turner, 345, four home runs, 938 OPS. D- these this lineup, this That's team insane. is on fire right now. And we all know the Dodgers don't hit lefties outside of Justin Turner. So I'm gonna put my trust in Pat Corbin. First five plus one hundred and eight. Are, are you ready for like a pretty hot take right now? Like, yeah. all right, Trey Turner is the best shortstop in the National League, and no one is ready to have that conversation. No, they're not. They're not. I think he's. I think he's the best shortstop in the NL. You think he's better than Tatis? Then? I think he is. I think Tatis is more exciting, but I think overall, what Trey Turner does, he does more than Tatis. He's a Gold Glove fielder. Tatis makes a ton of errors. Yep. He steals more bases than Tatis. People don't talk about that ever, but that's really important. He hits like 330. He has, he has a way higher, like like 50 points higher average. It's not like he doesn't hit home runs either. He hits for power. Like if he hits in the middle, if he hit in that middle of that lineup instead of leadoff, he, would he have doesn't lead off anymore. More RBI. Though. I know, he but he started at the beginning of the year. He'd have a yeah. lot more RBI if he was in the middle of the lineup like all the time. Yeah. Like I, the, he, I think his war might be higher too, but I think it's maybe because he's played more games. But I, dude, I think. I think he's the best shortstop in the NL, but absolutely nobody, including the MLB and like the media, are ready to have that conversation right now. No, they don't. They don't because he's he's a little boring because he hasn't. He is. He just goes about his way. He just chills and is an absolutely dominant player. But yeah, but he's he's an absolute stud. He's a freak, dude. He's the things he does on a baseball field. Oh, like and he can play center field too if they need him to. Like all of a sudden, he's my least favorite national though because he kills the Mets. Oh yeah, he's a pest against the Kill, Mets. Kill kills the Mets. It's yeah. unreal. So, yeah, that guy's a, an absolute stud. So now that'll bring us to our daily dinger. What do you got today? Going I hit JD Martinez last night. Saved the day for me. Yeah, that that was big for my bankroll yesterday for sure. <laughs> but uh, I I can't bet in California, but I have my buddy place one on a bookie. Anyway, there you go. Um, of course, of course. You know. We we like to bet on points bet if we can, but if if you, if you can't if you're not in a state where it's legal, you gotta you gotta, you gotta find your ways exactly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I got Adam Duvall plus one eighty five, which is like basically Super. the book screaming, yelling, telling you he is going to hit a homer today. He's got eighteen home runs. He hits for power, but like he's not a guy that should be plus one eighty five. I feel like um, here just look, like just see his numbers that he's oh. got against Zach Eflin, seven for eighteen, two home runs. It's 389 against this dude with a couple homers. I, he owns this guy. Right, because against got everybody short, else, he hits 216. I think it's – is it in Philly too, right? Yeah. Yes, in Philly. He's got the little short porch. I like it. He's in a band box. He's going yard tonight. Plus 185 is absolutely absurd. But, you don't get that. Like, on I was expecting 250 or something for him because he has good numbers, and that's usually kind of what it is when you see a guy like that. But, like, 185 is, like, Nelson Cruz numbers. Like, you that's don't better, see – That's better odds than the night that – Mike Trout against Ross Stripling was like he was only like plus two hundred. 
I th- yeah, I think the lowest odds that we bet on was like there was a uh, Vladdy one that was like plus one sixty that hit. Yeah, I mean the books know. Realistically, they do. I so. I do. I'm telling you, every single one of my picks today, I'm like in love with. I know, just because like, it's like the books are like I'm with the book. It scares me a little bit, but yeah, like I'm, yeah, I'm with you yeah. there. So I'm going. I'm staying in the same game. I, I'm just the other team. I'm doing Reese Hoskins. He's plus three fifty against Pablo Lopez. Pablo Lopez is a righty, by the way. Reese Hoskins usually only hits lefties, except for this guy. Um, so small sample size, eleven at bats. He's got four hits. And then he's got a double and two home runs in those out of those four hits. Um, so when he hits him, he hits him. When he hits him, he hits him. He's plus three fifty. Let's see if he can stay hot against this guy, even though he's a right-handed pitcher. Plus three fifty. I must. The books must be being like, well, he's a righty, so like, right? Because he, if you look at his splits, righty lefty, it's like absurdly bad. He's about to get, he's about to get dropped for my fan. And my is listening. You're about to get a first baseman for nothing. Um. Hey, you know what? Shout, shout out, shout out Sacramento State University. My dad went there. Reese Hoskins, stingers up. Let's go, baby. All right, the there you go. Joy of Sac State. There you go. Well, we're talking about Sac State. What do you got for the nerfy here? <laughs> yeah, we got uh, we got Mets Braves. I mean, it's Degrom Day. Happy Degrom Day, everybody. Yeah. Um, we got him against Ian Anderson. I feel like this is it's minus one forty five. I, I like when I say I'm going to hammer a bet. Like this is this is Hammer City right here. You got the Grom, so that's I don't even gotta explain that part. But then Ian Anderson is a very solid young pitcher, and the Mets cannot hit to save their life. They can't hit worth a lick. So there's that. I, it's like one of those things. I I was telling you before. I was like, dude, if that's a, if that's minus one fifty or better odds, like I'm going to absolutely murder that. I don't see why I wouldn't. The Mets scored in the first inning. The Mets scored in the first inning last night, which means they're not going to do it tonight. Yeah, yeah, facts. That's that's tough to do two days in a row for them. Yeah, I mean, I would just take their team total under. If if it's at three and a half, I'd take it because they they stink. (laughs) Their offense stinks. Their offense stinks. I could go all day on that. All right, before we get out of here, anything else you're looking at? Yeah, the only other thing I'm looking at is Corbin Burns over strikeouts right now. Uh, It's not out yet because it's it's still early. But if it's like, I think I don't, I won't take eight and a half, but I'll take seven and a half if it's there. So if it's a seven okay. and a half, I'll, I'll hammer that. All right. I'm actually staying in that. We're on the like same page sort of today. Um, I'm staying in that game. Only other thing we're looking at, if you're looking to take a risk with some plus money, you might want to consider the Pirates against the Brewers only for these reasons here. The Brewers have won eight in a row. They're coming off a sweep of the Cubs. This could be like a really nice letdown spot for uh, for the Brewers today. Not saying it will be. I'm considering it. I'm going to check line movement. But if you're looking at a risk for plus money, the Pirates would be my play. Yeah, I yeah. Corbin Burns has still been striking dudes out. He just hasn't been. Uh, he's been walking a few guys, letting up some hard hits. So right. So all right, everyone, don't forget to go to thegameday.com and check out everything that our affiliates have to offer. Don't forget to subscribe to Daily Dingers on Apple, Spotify, and wherever else you get your podcasts. Those are your best bets for Bobby Bonilla Day. For Jack Perotti, I'm Steve Armato. We will see you tomorrow.